Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sound, streaming live 24-7 from the beautiful campus of Pasadena City College, LancerRadioNetwork.org. Shining on my face I got good vibes Racing every day I got skies On my demand I got the whole world Spinning in my hands And it's like Every day is Good morning, good afternoon Good evening and good night This is your host Mr. Brandon Way, but you can call me B2, you can call me B squared, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but you know by now what time it is. We like eight shows in, you probably know the rule by now, but just in case you happen to be tuning in for the first time, this is the rule. You can call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. Welcome back to your favorite show, Pay It Forward. We are back in the building and happy to be back. I want to let you guys know I may be a little less animated than I normally am. I have been dealing with some minor breathing issues, but they are shortly to resolve themselves. I'm taking medicine. I'm working on um, my own emotional state, and I am confident that this is going to make everything that I've been associating with and dealing with better. So if you guys could bear with me um, while I am on the radio, I absolutely love doing this, but I've been like I said, dealing with that, and you know, you can't really take a whole lot of loud, loud breaths and times to breathe while you're on the radio, so just bear with me with you guys, but thank you guys so much um, for joining me in this segment this time, so I'm very excited, um, I, I, I have somebody, a guest, and, I, and I'm very excited for him to call in, he's, he's, very, he's, he's very busy, and he runs a, a blog, uh, it's called Men This Way, and well, his podcast is called Men This Way. But he runs a blog as well, and he is a, I guess you'd say, a relationship coach. Um, he's kind of like a, he's a, he's a, he's like definitely a mental health coach. Uh, he's a relationship coach. He has a beautiful um, companion, a woman that he's with, and they do relationship work together. And most importantly, he resonates with me because uh, I can tell in his work, he's been where I am. And so uh, at 5.15, um, we're going to see if we can get him on the line and get him to call. But we're going to still talk. Uh, um, I'm, I'm really, you know, putting it out there that because we've already talked about um, him coming on the line. So I'm um, very excited to have him. His name is Brian Reeves. Uh, he has an Instagram called Brian Reeves Insight. So check him out. Uh, I follow him on my Instagram page, Pay It Forward Radio. His is his um his Instagram is Brian Reeves Insight. Um, uh, I can't say her last name, but his um, his companion, uh, his um, her name is Sylvia. She has, I believe, it's uh, it sounds like it's an Armenian last name. Um, I don't want to risk trying to pronounce it because I don't want to pronounce it wrong. But um, she is a she is a, um, uh, a as you say a self help healer, and um, she's a she's a, seems like an all around beautiful person, a beautiful woman. They have a great companionship together, and they resonate with me because where she is and where they are is where I am looking to be in my life. And I believe that it's very important that we, as we heal, we start not just attracting, but we start looking towards people that are where we want to be and have been where we are. So I'm very excited to, you know, 
have him on the line if we're you know I'm, I'm and so we're gonna you know keep our fingers crossed you know because he's he's a very busy person but he loves this work and I was talking to him and I said you know in the DMs we've been talking through DMs I said look I want this conversation for me and I want to pay it forward to my audience because really this conversation is for me I I need I want to talk to you because you seem that you understand where I am at and what it means to be um, more realized as a man, I want this conversation and I just want this conversation to go on the air so the listeners um, can have this, the benefit of this conversation and paying it forward. So, yeah, I'm very excited to have him on. Um, uh, uh, he will be uh, featured in future podcasts and events and things. So so look forward to having him around. So I wanted to enter in because this is the top su- subjects that we're going to talk about. And that ultimately I had planned on talking about anyway, which is the power of being in heart. Now, this is a term that he uses a lot about the um, idea of being in heart. He says this is necessary for it's like vital for relationships, emotional relationships. And um, the and, 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 and it's something that as men, we don't really put a lot of stock and value in sometimes. Sometimes we don't put a lot of stock and value in heart. We don't we 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 are taught oftentimes, especially as men. So right now I'm kind of talking to the men. We are often taught and there are quite a few women that are taught this too. Focus on your mind and focus on your sex drive or as he would say, your balls. Focus on your mind and your balls, your sex drive, whatever it is. Like you you focus on one, you focus on the other. That way you can get rid of emotion and do what's logical and do what's necessary. We're taught as men, especially in male culture, make the hard decision. You know, you got to go left, and you got to go right. And it don't seem like there's going to be any real good answer. You know, shut your emotions off and pick one. I know this one because my dad was very much like that. He was definitely a head balls type person. Like, look. We're not going to make decisions based upon how we feel or we're not going to even include how we feel in our decisions. We're going to bam is either head bam is either sex drive, you know, because because testosterone is important. It is maybe not no so much sex drive, but the, the, the testosterone that we feel as men drives us to make bold decisions. It's not always about sex. It just drives us to make bold decisions. So we find ourselves in this place where we're thinking about our head and we're thinking about our, 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 our balls and we're thinking, okay, all right, so I'm going to just make this decision and forge through it and screw what we feel. And you know what? In some places I can understand why that's necessary. I've heard, and this is something he talked about in his blog that you see that oftentimes in the military, they teach about, um, uh, basically training you not to think using your heart, using compassion, using, um, Things that would draw you, because if you think too much like that, you won't have the willpower to be able to do such kind of deplorable things as kill somebody, you know, in the name of your country. So they train you, they train you to not think according to your heart. And they say you shut them feelings off and you do what we tell you to do. And I can't say just how many men in our society are trained that way. Um, I was looking for the terminology for what he was talking about, but I didn't understand it until I heard him say how vital it is for us to be in heart because a lot of times men and some men may not want to admit it, but we genuinely like the idea of intimacy, even if it's just friendship, intimacy, intimacy with ourselves. We like the idea of intimacy, but intimacy comes from a heart place. It comes from a connection between 
um, our mind, our body, and our heart. And, and in our heart, of course, we're speaking metaphorically in a sense because our heart is an organ that pumps blood. But okay, for 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 you know propriety's sake, it's metaphorical in the sense that our heart is where we feel compassion. It's where we feel connection. It's where we feel present. Our heart grounds us and connects us to the present moment. And in the present moment, there's no shame. In the present moment, there's no remembrance of bad things that you may have done. In the present moment, there's no worries about the future. There's no anxieties. There's just literally the present moment. And we really, really, really like the idea of being in heart. But the thing is, is that we're not often taught that as men. We're taught, A, shut it off, feel it later if you have to feel it at all. And just make the decision and worry about it later. And that was something that I was taught. I was taught that by several people. Hey, you need to know how to shut it down and make the decision, make a quick snap decision. And then you do live with the guilt or whatever. If there's any guilt, live with it some other way. And as much as that is something that can be effective in some circumstances, it it sucks. But there is a power in being in heart. And I want to talk about a personal experience I've had with that. I like writing and I've shared some poetry on um, Instagram. I've shared lots of poetry on Instagram. If you follow my Instagram, Pay It Forward Radio, you'll see I I personally will do poems. I'll do other Pay It Forward related things. But I can't write true poetry unless I'm in heart, unless I am grounded and connected to what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and the the, the, and and I want to talk about in these later segments, um, some myth about being in heart uh, because um, sometimes you feel like you can't be, you know, you feel like you're not, you know, you're going to just be weak and you're going to be ruled by your feelings and stuff like that. And that's not necessarily true. Um, I can't write poetry unless I'm in heart. If I try to do it outside of that, I'll be able to rhyme perfectly. I'll be able to put schemes together and all that stuff. But when I'm in heart and I'm present with what I'm feeling, There's like nothing I can't come up with. And not only that, it comes out easier. Pretty much everything that I come up with um, is um, is is based around heart when it's really, really pure and it's really, really potent. It's based around heart. So um, uh, Brian and I, uh, you know, as he calls in, we'll be talking a little bit more about that because there are definite myths to being in heart. Um, So what happens is, is that. we is that when 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 I write um, and when I do anything creative, because the power of creativity really lies in our heart. It lies in how we see the world. It lies in how we believe. This is what empowers me to do this show. Not a structure, not a sense of 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 logic or anything like that. I may use logical points in my show, but heart is what empowers me to do this show. Uh, heart. In another way, one thing that comes from heart is courage, true courage. It's not the courage that comes from shutting your logic down and just moving through with testosterone. It's the courage that comes from I genuinely am in alignment, mind, body, soul, and spirit with what my purpose is and what I need to do. And I had an experience not too long ago. I was in an Uber, and all of a sudden I just I felt good, like I was present. And when you're present, and I felt I was like, I'm in heart right now. I'm in heart right now. Like, I'm not in the future. I'm not worried about what things are going to be. I'm not in the past. I'm not concerned about what things were looking like. But I am here. I'm enjoying the quality of the ride. 
I'm enjoying my own breath. You know, I'm enjoying being able to breathe in and out. I'm enjoying um, using my my laptop. And you find it easy to start laughing. You find it, it's very easy to laugh when you're in heart. It's very easy to connect when you're in the heart. And um, as Brian talks about, it's the essence of a good relationship. This is something I want to find out because a good relationship is something that I desire. It's not something that I have right now in that manner, but it's something that I do desire. And so in order to find that, we want to find the connection with ourselves. And that is a lot of the healing work that I've been doing in in light of the in light of the death of my dad is who is Brandon? But one of the best ways to discover that is to discover the power of being in heart. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm really excited um, to talk to um, uh, Brian because um, he's going to be coming on. I just got to confirm he's going to be coming on uh, after our quick commercial break. And when he does come on, uh, we're going to go deeper into what does it mean to be in heart, some of the myths about what heart is and what it doesn't do and what it says it does. And it's just going to be a conversation because, as I told him, this is a conversation I want. I need this conversation because this is something that will add value to me. And the whole point of paying it forward is to add value to others. So um, um, we are going to take a quick commercial break. And after we take this commercial break, we will um, bring Brian in and we will continue on this conversation. So look him up on his Instagram is Brian Reeves of Brian Reeves or Brian Reeves Insight. And his podcast is Men comma this way and he has great great um material so check him out this is pay it forward and we are going to join you guys right after a quick commercial break and just remember you got the juice you got the mojo and guess what you definitely got the magic we'll see you right after the break lancer radio network pasadena campus sound streaming live 24 7 from the beautiful campus of pasadena city college lancer radio network.org Where do you go to get connected to PCC Campus Resources? You go to Campus Connection right here on Lancer Radio Network. Join me, San Edom, every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific Time as we bring you interviews from the various campus resources here at PCC. Information that you need to help you survive the rigors of campus life. That's Campus Connection with me, San Edom, every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific Time right here on LancerRadioNetwork.org and do tell a friend. Hey college students, as you all may know, life sure can be expensive, especially here in California. But guess what? The PCC Financial Aid Office is here for you. By offering assistance with FAFSA, DREAM Act, DACA, and one-on-one academic advisement, you can get the financial guidance that you need. Feel free to visit the office located on campus in Building L114. Open weekly, Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Fridays, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, call 626-585-7401. Once again, that's 626-585-7401. Or visit the webpage at www.pasadena.edu backslash admissions dash and dash aid backslash financial dash aid. Pasadena City College serves over 30,000 students each semester, providing a wide array of academic programs. Whether you're looking to transfer, get a certificate of achievement, or an associate degree, PCC has your back. For a complete catalog of our programs, visit pasadena.edu slash academics. This is Lancer Radio Network Pasadena, streaming live at lancerradionetwork.org. Mm-hmm. 
Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your host, Mr. Brandon Wade, but you can call me B2. You can call me B squared. You can call me whatever you want to call me, but you got to follow the rule, and you may not know the rule by now, but just in case you don't, I'm going to tell you what the rule is. You can call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. Welcome back to your favorite show, Pay It Forward. And we are on with our guest, the man that I was just mentioning earlier, Brian Reeves of Brian Reeves Inside. Brian, are you with us? Brandon, I'm with you, man. Hey, you man. I'm so excited to talk to you, man. I've, I've been wanting to talk to you about this kind of thing for about a month, so I'm glad that we're finally able to touch bases and connect. Um, how are you today? Thank you for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. Awesome, man. It's, it's, always, it's always great to hear from people. Um, I don't know if you heard the beginning of... of my segment, but I, you know, mentioned one of the reasons why I wanted to have you um, on this show is not just to provide value for my listeners, but because where you've been um, is where I feel like I am right now. And I really want to, and where you, where you are is in a lot of ways where I want to be in my own life. And yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's your age, Brandon? So I'm 29. Oh, you're 29. I and, am, and I know that you lost your father. How yes. old were you when your father died? Um, I it literally was this year. It was this year. I was it was in April this year. Well, I saw I found that out. You know, looking through your your Instagram mm-hmm. stuff, and plus watched some of your videos, and I saw the spoken word piece you did did about your father, and that, that really touched me, man. Thank you. And I'm... uh, yeah. No, 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 definitely. Thank you. I, I thank you for your uh, your your kindness and your condolences. I'm glad that it was able to um, affect you in 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 that way. Um, and I've and, and the same thing. I'd like to say that I've been reading your blog. I've read your blogs. And um, what what's your blog uh, title? Is it the same as your 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 podcast? Just, yeah. Well, my name Brian Reeves. It's Brian with a Y. Okay. Dot com. <coughs> okay. Yeah, so all my blogs are there. I think I think what really touched me about it, especially Brandon, is I, I've been, you know, I'm forty. What am I? Forty five. Wow. And you know, for the last number of years, I've really been exploring the relationship between father and son. Mm. And um, you know, you and I were two two men talking, yeah. and one of the big challenges, you know, I I've, I was fortunate to have two fathers. Wow. Okay. Growing up stepfather and my dad mm-hmm. but the thing is both of those men they're they're good people but they've been largely missing from my life just the same uh, and okay. i didn't i didn't and, and what i mean by that is that i didn't have men modeling what what does a man connected to the heart mm. look like mm. yes yes Yes. I think that's why, you know, learning, obviously, I mean, just learning about your father dying is just naturally heart-wrenching, but, but I think even more so as a man, exploring the, that sort of lack of father modeling, Yeah. Uh, you know, here you and I were having a conversation about what does it mean to be connected to heart, yeah. and what does that mean, and it's a really important conversation for us men to have, man, and I yeah. think, um, 
you know, I, I want to stop talking and kind of let you guide this for us. <laughs> but I just wanted to call that out and acknowledge no, thank it. You. And that's why I just, you know, just say thank you for having thank this you. conversation and invite me in. Thank you. And, and you're very welcome. And thank you for taking um, your personal time to do what is important in, in being in your own purpose. Because, yeah. you know, we never think about that when we're doing what we're doing. We One of the main assumptions that we make a lot of times as men is that why should I say anything when my words probably aren't anywhere near as important as somebody else's? And you took the the initiative to look, whatever motivated you to look, you took the initiative to look, and you did not know that your words were going to help me, but... <laughs> Yeah. Who knows? Never know. We never we never know that. And so thank you for stepping out and taking the initiative yeah. to look. And, 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 and I know that you've blessed a lot of men, whether they've said so or not. And so um, I, I, I'll, I'll continue to guide since, you know, it's a you know, some more of a, 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 a more of a time segment here. I'll, I'll con- just yeah. kind of guide it so that everyone can get some value out of it. Yeah. Um. But I wanted to ask, because this is something that you have a personal experience with and you've had manifested, you know, realities to go along with that, is is like, what does it mean for a man to, like, be in heart? What does that mean? Yeah. Boy, that's such a... How much time do we have? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, because, we, man... We, we have can... two minutes left in this segment? Okay, we can, we can... need a minute 45. I mean, I'm... <laughs> we can start with the... We can start with the clip. No, we can start with the clip no section. But guess what? We we've got we've got a little time. We we we're not yeah, we're not entirely off. We got a little time. <laughs> so it's such a you know we use this word heart very poetically and metaphorically, and and the way that I want to define it for us right now is I believe to to be a man of heart means that we are deeply connected in our through our bodies through our our feelings, through our perceptions, we're deeply connected to what's happening in the moment mm. around us, mm. inside of us, you know, in the people around us. We're not, we're not just, in other words, we're not just living through our stories and our conclusions mm. about what we think is happening, but we are viscerally connected yes. to what is happening. So, you know, for example, I'm in a, I'm in a relationship with yes. a woman. Yes. We've been together four years. Yes. When I'm connected to my heart, I'm feeling what's happening for her. I'm paying attention mm. to what's going on in her body language, to what's going on mm. in her, you know, through her tone of voice, through what I'm paying attention to what's actually happening for this woman so that I can be present to what may serve her. Mm. Mm. Rather than rather than what 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 most men do and I certainly did this for most of my life and mm-hmm. I still do it now a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've never met any man that's always connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? What usually we're doing is we're we're actually connected to our stories about what's going on. Yes. Oh man, you know she's just making some shit up. Oh, yep. she's just always upset yep. about something. Or mm-hmm. you know, or I mean, you know, you can apply that to politics. You know, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of hard connection going on in politics. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we're all in our stories about each other, and that's why things are so messy and yeah. so and so chaotic because yeah. nobody is really connected to what's happening. In the moment, we're not speaking at a level of heart. We're talking, we're arguing at the level of mind. Yes. We're never going to find common ground there. Yes, yes. And that, that is that is a very, uh, I think, a very succinct definition of 
being connected and I and I'm and I'm seeing through you guys example um, about being connected in a relationship where there is positive fruit that comes from that relationship that it is important to be actually present and not be guided by the stories and we all we know most of the time as men is to be guided by our stories yeah and totally. yeah and, and that cost us and the cost of that it costs us everything. Yes. Ultimately. Yes. It certainly costs us the enjoyment of our life, Ooh. ironically. Yeah. You, and you want to know, I'll tell us to make this this anecdote about this, and it may um, it may just, just, just in connection to what you said. My dad found himself in the position that he always wanted to be in. You know, he was um, he was a very resourceful man. He was a he was a he was a smart man. He was a hustler, self-taught. But. After a certain period, he found himself in a position he never thought he'd be in. He is he, he had money to to spare. He was you know all the bills were paid and everything like that. He didn't have to work anymore. And for three uh-huh. years, I watched him just not do anything with it because he was so trapped mm-hmm. in his stories. Mm-hmm. And I would tell him like, Dad, I know you want to go out and do this stuff. And he would say things like, mm-hmm. Hey, man, you know I can't be getting out there doing out that man, you know. What if mm-hmm. I get hit by a car or something? Like, he was just trapped. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. hurt me to watch that he had three years of time. And that's what he means. Like, you're, you're trapped in a story. Yeah. And, and, Absolutely. And so what does it mean? What, what, what does it mean to you when to be kind of, like, freed out from that story? Because I know you've, you've, you've mentioned a few things. So uh, before, yeah. <laughs> before I let you go into it, because I'm, I'm excited, I, I want to make sure – uh, we'll it'll be like a few minutes in this segment. We'll go to commercial break and then we'll come back and you'll okay. have some more time. Uh-huh. So, yep. yeah, I do want to know about what it meant for you to go into like what it meant for you to discover that kind of like heart. Like what did it mean for you? Yeah, it's been a very it's been a very long journey of discovery. And uh, uh, it's a daily practice, really. You know, my my background in military engineering. Oh. I, was elect- I was an electrical engineer. I, I was a, in the Air Force and worked with, you know, defense contractors. Wow. And, uh, I was a captain in the Air Force. Like, that, that, that's kind of my background. And, mm-hmm. and it's all brain. It's all mind. Yep. It's, all, <clears throat> it's all, you know, mind over matter. Yeah. You know, disconnect from what you're feeling so that you can get the mission done, no matter the cost. Yeah. And, um, you know, from that, try to try to do intimate relationships in that place, particularly <laughs> that with a woman. Not, yeah, it's not a it's it's a, it's a, it's disastrous, and it's funny because it, you know in my coaching practice now I work with a lot of men, I work with couples, and I've worked with couples that are you know male engineers married to um, to women who are angry. Mm. <laughs> and I experienced a lot of angry women in my life, not because. <laughs> Not because I was a bad person, mm-hmm. because I had no idea what they wanted from me. Oh, okay. And it and it was really through that tension and that and and that you know me trying to use my head to figure out what the hell is going on, how to solve this problem, and and, and doing this thing that a lot of men do. I had one of my friends did this just the other day. I had mm-hmm. to correct him on it, <laughs> which is oh, it's not my problem; it's her problem. Oh. She's the one. She's the one that has to fix this. It's, oh. it's her. It's my. It's my intimate partner's problem. I'm. I'm good. I'm okay. Everything's fine with me. It's their problem. <laughs> uh, uh. That's why. That's why the relationship is 
is grinding right now. It's mm-hmm. their problem. And I did that for a long time. And the consequence was disastrous mm-hmm. relationship after disastrous relationship. And so eventually, you know, I'm 36 years old and I'm wondering, what the hell am I missing? Right, right, right. Oh, man. I've, you know, I've tried everything mm. to get, you know, to get them to do it different. Mm. And, you know, that was really the beginning of, of my journey into, I'll just say, you know, learning to get beneath my story, to, to question all of my conclusions, to, um, uh, you know, I, I, I would do a lot of kind of mindset work in my coaching practice. I do a lot of mindset work to help people shift stressful stories that just keep us in conclusions, like your father. Yeah. Like what you yeah. Shared, yeah. You know? If I do that, I'll. If I do that, I'll. I'll get hit by a car, or if I do that, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. Or if I, if I comfort my partner, they're just gonna think they can get away with this all the time. Yeah. I can't. I can't allow that to happen. And that's not how it is. I oh, mean, that's man. what creates disconnect mm. between people. That's what creates. I mean, like you said, like with your father, those stories create disconnect with yeah. his heart, so that he's not living the life in those in those. In those three years you talked about, he's right. not living the life of his heart, yeah. of his, I'll even say of his soul, yeah. I'll use that language, yeah. but just disconnected. And what happens is when we, you know, and I've lived that a lot, a lot of my life, and it was so painful mm. and so, you know, I felt dead and, and indifferent mm. a lot to life. And I again, definitely, you know, yeah, in a relationship with women, they just, you know, they wouldn't stand for it. So I, I had to explore a whole other realm of, of my being. And, and again, it's a long answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely feel you. So, no, I, I absolutely feel that. So we're going to pop right back into a quick commercial break, and we're going to come right back because I definitely want to hear the rest of what you said. So thank you so much. Okay. And so, guys, we're going to be on with Brian Reeves. Uh, we will see you guys right after the break. <laughs> This is Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena, streaming live at lancerradionetwork.org. Do you want to be on the radio? Do you want your own show? Despite what the world is telling you, radio isn't dying. And here at BCC, the Lancer Radio Network is your opportunity to get your voice on the airwaves. We've got talk, music, sports, and news. Streaming live 24-7 from the beautiful campus of Pasadena City College. Check out LancerRadioNetwork.org. Hey there, PCC students. Does your place feel a little bit empty? Are you tired of your bed also having to be your favorite chair, dinner table, and the desk you work at? Or perhaps you're on the prowl for your next collectible conversation starter. Whatever you may need, Pasadena City College's Flea Market is the perfect place to grab it. PCC's Flea Market is open on the first Sunday of every month in both the east and west side parking lots from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., and admission is absolutely free. And with over 400 different vendors, including record and food vendors, you're practically guaranteed to find fantastic music, unique antiques, and great eats enough to make a day trip. For additional information, or if you're interested in becoming a vendor at PCC's Flea Market, contact staff in room CC105 or give them a call at 626-585-7906. 
PCC's flea market. You'll be able to find it there. One thing I love about the campus here at Pasadena City College is hearing the music students practice outside the brand new Center for the Arts. Bits of jazz, classical, or salsa music float around campus like a soundtrack to your school day. LancerRadioNetwork.org TFP Hey Jamie, JT oh. It's about time to get back hot again, man You know I'm fresh out this thing Let go You know you're looking at a winner, winner, you know, so winner. Out there. It's so out there You so not here hey, hey. You see we so up there And we so out right there first. Hey, I'm waking up in the morning all right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your host, Mr. Brandon Way, but you can call me B2, you can call me B squared, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but you gotta follow the rule. Now, what's the rule, Brandon? I'm glad you asked. You can call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. Welcome back to your favorite show, Pay It Forward. We are back with our special guest, Brian Reeves of Brian Reeves Insight and the podcast Men, This Way. So please check him out. Brian, are you still with us? I'm with you. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So I really um was liking where you were coming from. Now, um, I don't, you know, personally deal with I've never, you know, in, been involved with the military, but I do um know some people that were involved with that. And I know that it talks pretty much it tells you to shut those parts of yourself off. And and it it teaches you pretty much like, hey, you know, you you don't worry about them feelings. It almost treats feelings and emotional range as like an enemy. Like, hey, you 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 shut it down. Don't deal with it until you you solve your problem. And um, what here's how I here's how I describe it. Yeah, I I think this will this help this will support our our exploration our conversation. Excellent. The military knows that you cannot take life. If you feel connected to life, that's it. Yep. Certainly not in the way that the military will often ask you to take life. Mm. Um, because I believe there is a way that, you know, I mean, the, I don't, I don't want to go down this route at all, but I, I, what the military does is it disconnects you from your body so that you can kill other bodies mm. that, want, that, that you're ordered to kill and you mm. don't feel, and you don't feel the connection, you know, mm. you, you know, and, and this is essentially the extreme form of what culturally we're taught to do as well. Disconnect them from our feelings. Feelings only get in the way of the outcome. So don't feel anything. Well, what happens is if we don't feel anything, we don't feel how we hurt mm. each other. We don't mm. feel how we hurt ourselves. You know, we disconnect from other people, we disconnect from our own lives, we can, we can, and this is, this is what I felt like when I was in the military, I just felt, I felt like I was functionally depressed, I mean, I had a good life, yeah. I had a good woman, mm-hmm. I had a good house, I had a good job, I had prestige, I like, I had everything that I thought I was, I should have wanted, but I couldn't feel anything, so I was miserable, wow. and I would, I was hurting, you know, the women that I was dating or, or partnering with in the years after, mm-hmm. I hurt them not through any bad intention on my part. Mm-hmm. I always had good intentions. I hurt them because I couldn't feel mm. what they were feeling. Mm. Mm. And th- 
kind of the, you know, we can call that, I was disconnected from heart. Yeah. And, right. you know, how are you going to do intimate relationship well when you can't feel your partner, what they're feeling? Right, because that's the whole purpose of intimacy is being able to have that safe place, that, that present space with that's somebody. Right. That, that's the whole point of it. And it's fun, It's interesting that as men, oftentimes we're taught to avoid the very thing that creates that intimacy, but we're still taught to want that intimacy. And, totally. Yeah, and and, yeah. and, and you would, when you were, would ask somebody from an older generation or from a generation that was not interested in that information, you say, well, how do I do that? And they can't even, they can, really can't come up with an answer because, I mean, it's not something that they really know. And I wanted to um, discuss a little bit about the idea because I thought about there are certain myths about, like, being heart-connected that we think about that a lot of times you hear um, um, men and societies of men sometimes talk about, but just simply because we don't know the difference. So Mm -hmm. like the myth of, you know, uh, being heart connected means that you'll be ruled by your feelings. You know, right. Like that's and that's that's a myth. Um, Now, now, what do you think about the balance of do you think that being in heart and being present um, makes you ruled by your feelings? I'm just asking. Yeah, totally. Um, it's a great question. I know it's, it's, uh, it's tied up in the, in the, in this sort of masculine sphere of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. If I'm vulnerable, I'm going to be taken advantage of. People are Mm -hmm. going to walk all over me and, you know, there is, there is good evidence of that. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've experienced that. The world is, it's not a very safe world. I think that's growing more and more, but still, there's a lot of evidence, and, and I think a lot of people aren't worthy of our vulnerability. True. But in the in the intimate space, that lack of well, let me let me let me address your question. Mm-hmm. It's different to be connected to your feelings than to be ruled by your feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it's healthy to be ruled by our feelings any more than it's healthy to be ruled by our brain. Real, okay, yeah. You know, or by ruled by our thoughts. Thoughts and feelings—they happen. They do what they do. You know, and they're they're totally programmed to help us survive. Mm-hmm. What they don't do is necessarily help us thrive. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and we're living in a, in a time where survival is not really the game anymore. Yes. We're, we're really now stepping into an era where the question is, how do we thrive yes. in our lives? Yes. And, you know, I've, I've, I've been the example and I've worked with the, the, the men especially, but women also, mm-hmm. who've been very successful, you know, lots of money, mm-hmm. uh, multiple homes. Uh, all kinds of wealth, mm-hmm. and yet they're miserable. Yes, yes. Because, so that's an example where they've been ruled by their brain, mm-hmm. and they've shut down their emotional connection. Mm. Now, on the other side of that, you know, there's the there's the person who is totally ruled by their emotion. Yeah. Totally just, you know, says whatever comes to their mouth whenever they, whenever they say it or think it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Their life is chaos. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's chaos. real. And that doesn't, that's not a very balanced life either. And I, I think that's the key word. It is the word balance. Mm, balance, and yes. For us, for us to live 
what I would call masterfully. Mm-hmm. Masterful living is not one extreme or the other. It is about balance, um. being balanced, uh, connected to our bodies, connected to our feelings, feeling what we're feeling, being able to know what we're going through emotionally, while also being able to work with our thoughts. Yes. So to um, consciously work with our thoughts in the same way that we can consciously work with our feelings to, to kind of create whatever experiences we want to have. I mean, yes. that's what I think masterful living is. It's that's... not being ruled by either, mm, but right. in a sense, being the master of both. Oh, yeah, that's well said. Yeah, it's not being ruled by either, but being the master of both. That's that's really well said. And I and, and I wanted to because, I mean, um, for those, like I said, who don't know, um, really, I found you. Um, I found you through uh, your companion, your girlfriend, um, Sylvie. I, that's that's how I found you was because I, I followed her and uh, the holistic psychologist as I started going through my grieving yeah. process. And when I began to resonate, I mean, you guys have a what I would call, like I say, a fruitful relationship in that you guys do work together. You guys are bonding through trust and stuff like that. And your posts are around your present, your your intimacy and your relationship. And so I wanted to say, too, you know, having somebody like you say, experiencing somebody that already has their own success and already, you know, has all those different things does being connected in your heart with her. Does that help you to be like a better leader in a sense and make, you know, better like decisions and things like that? Does that help you? Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you. Life without this woman has really shown me mm. that life without being connected to my heart is meaningless. Wow. Mm. Utterly meaningless. Mm. And does her presence in my life and and allow me to make better decisions. Man, I she, before I met her, I was very much in my head, mm-hmm. you know, very much um, again just kind of running around the planet, doing whatever the hell I wanted to right. do, and again always with good intentions. Mm-hmm. But especially when it came to women and my dating experiences, again I was just leaving a trail of angry women everywhere, <laughs> thinking about it. Say, I wonder what's up with them. just because again i I just wasn't very checked into my own body i Mm. was irresponsible Uh, i mean i I never i've never ever ever wanted to hurt anybody Mm -hmm. and yet from that state of disconnect it's just uh, you know it's so easy to dismiss my impact on others Mm. because i can't feel it Mm. (laughs) and so you know, Sylvie's presence in my life. Look, our relationship has not been easy. I can, yeah, I can we, see you mentioned, yeah. We have challenged each other in mm. ways that neither one of us ever wanted to be challenged. <laughs> That's and real. yet, and yet, though, through the through that tension, through that kind of clash of of you know heart and mind, I believe for both of us, man, mm. it is it has created a whole new maturity and a new way of being in the world that, that, you know, has implications that I, I, I can't even articulate mm. for you, Brandon. Mm. It's like, I, it's like, <laughs> I just know that my life would be meaningless without mm. her influence. In it. Man, that, and that, that's the goal. And that's what I meant where I said before, I said, you know, what you are 
doing is something that personally I and I believe a lot of my listeners worry. We want we want to be at that. We want to be and and progress to where whatever destiny and purpose we have that we're in alignment. And I know that a healthy and a mature relationship with um, another human being, you know, a, a woman for myself is something that's very important to, well, something that's important to me. And, and, um, and, the, and, the, and the one piece of mm-hmm. wisdom I want to offer you and everyone mm-hmm. listening into, into that is, you know, if you're single, if you're not in that relationship now, mm-hmm. keep doing your inner work. Keep mm-hmm. doing your, you know, your self-connecting mm-hmm. work. Yes. And, and be prepared that when you do meet that person, that may be the the biggest challenge <laughs> you may ever face in your lifetime. Interesting. Because all your shit is going to come up. <laughs> you are going to be confronted with all the things that you've been avoiding mm-hmm. and not wanting to deal with and pushing down. And just and that person is going to command <laughs> those demons and those wounds and those unobserved parts of you to the surface. Oh, that's so, good. You know, it's a myth. You know, people think, oh, I'm going to find the one. It's going to be so easy. Yeah, We're going to be all, all on the same page. And <laughs> notice that's the mind. That's the story talking. Mm. Mm. Wow. So we're going to we're, we're take one more commercial break and we'll come back and we'll we'll just finish up with some practical stuff. So thank you so much, Brian, for joining us. And we'll come right back after this quick commercial break. Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sounds, streaming live 24-7. 24-7. Join me, Son Eden, for PCC Profiles right here on Lancer Radio Network on Mondays and Wednesdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific Time. PCC Profiles is a chance to get to know your PCC faculty up close and in person. That's PCC Profiles with me, Son Eden, on Mondays and Wednesdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific Time right here on LancerRadioNetwork.org. And do tell a friend. Food insecurity is a serious issue, and the Lancer Pantry is here to help by providing snacks and food for PCC students. But besides the pantry itself, which is located at CC211, the Lancer Pantry offers baked goods from Panera Bread every Thursday, which includes bagels, pastries, muffins, cookies, and other yummy goodness. Also coming up on June 5th, the Mobile Pantry food truck is coming and will be on campus from noon to 2 p.m. If you are looking to volunteer, the Lancer Pantry is always looking for adult volunteers. And of course, donations of any kind are always welcomed. But bottled water, fresh produce, granola items, hygiene products, and shopping bags are especially needed. That's the Lancer Pantry located in CC211, open Monday through Friday, and a valid PCC student ID is required. What's up? It's Jay Robles from Lancer Radio. Want to know why I like Pasadena City College? I like PCC because everyone is super friendly and kind, and the campus itself has great vibes. PCC is where you want to be next semester. We are always welcoming new Lancers. Lancer Radio, streaming live at lancerradionetwork.org.
right, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your host, Mr. Brandon Wade, but you can call me B2, you can call me B-squared, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but you already know by now. We're nine shows, ten shows in, you should know by now, but in case you don't, I'm going to tell you anyway. You can call me what you want to call me as long as it's nice. Welcome back to your favorite show, Pay It Forward. We are in our final segment of the hour, and we are still here with Brian Reeves of Brian Reeves Insight. It's been a pleasure having you, Brian. You still with us? I'm still with you, man. Awesome, man. It has been, uh, again, a pleasure. And I really, really like what you said because, and, and, and the distinction of what you said about um, relationships because that was that would be verbatim something that I would think. You know, once you find the right person that you're aligned with, you know, you're doing right. the work and everything, you're like, logically speaking, why wouldn't it be smooth sailing? <laughs> why wouldn't exactly. but but presently oh, speaking yeah. why would it be smooth sailing i mean you're we're two people and we're 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 meant to where you know you're technically you're meant there to you challenge go. each other there <laughs> you go. i call it two, two two worlds two very distinct thought mind mm. body heart worlds colliding mm. there is going to be friction it's like a new physics is emerging mm. that is not going to be mm. that can be challenging to navigate so mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And, and I mean, just thinking about that and knowing that, you know, from your your honest perspective, because, you know, I, I see, you know, the fruit of the connection that you guys have, um, you know, like how you you have videos and you can see that there's a lot of, of trust there. But then again, it's like, well, how do you build that trust? You know, it seems like there's a lot of trust, a lot of connection and, and, and things like that. And it's it's very it's very obvious. And so um, I'd wanted to mention, too, because you've you've said quite a few different times about we talked about, you know, being in heart. Now, um, do you have any practical insights that help, especially for men to connect with heart? I know there's a few things that I try to do personally. Um, but do you Wait, have any, and, like, and can you can, I'm curious can you give me an example of something so, that you try to do personally? I'll tell you something that I do. Like if I'm feeling really just like 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 triggered or out there or disassociated I try to become aware of it but what I will do sometimes is I will uh turn all I'll put my phone on airplane mode and I'll sit for like 3 minutes sometimes and I'll just do make my best mm-hmm. effort to try to feel whatever I'm mm-hmm. feeling cuz usually I'll yeah. be in like a overload state and I'm just like got to try yeah. to feel what I'm feeling so I try that Yeah I think that's that's actually a really great practice and that tends to work well, when we're feeling a lot, mm-hmm. when we're really triggered, when we're mm-hmm. angry, particularly, you know, for men, usually our first go-to emotion is anger. Yes, yep. Um, and so that, what you just described, can be a really powerful practice, or grieving, you know, sadness, mm-hmm. you know, going through a breakup or a mm-hmm. death, or, or or just, you know, sort of losing a job or anything yeah. important to you, you know? Um to set a timer for 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. And the way I describe it is just let the feeling have you. Mm-hmm. Let it have you for those. And, and setting a timer is important because, you know, to for, for many men in particular, and, 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 and women too, I guess, because I know we've kind of focused this around men kind of unintentionally. But mm-hmm. just, right. But, you know, just two men talking, I guess that's, <laughs> I guess that's kind of what I wanted to talk right, about at right. the moment. Um, uh, setting a timer is a signal to the brain that this is not going to last forever. Huh. I never thought of it yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it sort of helps you just relax 
it can it can help you relax into the experience completely. Mm. You're just connecting to your body. Mm. You know, my um uh a um uh, a coach, two coaches that I've worked with, two trainers that I've worked with that have really helped me in my mm. own journey. The way that they describe it, uh, Steve James and Michaela Boehm are their names. Okay. The way that the way I love their definition of intimacy, that uh, and 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 heart really, that really works for me. And the way Steve would describe it, he says, intimacy is just feeling what is there to be felt. Hmm. Mm. Feeling what is there to be felt, mm. or and seeing what is there to be seen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seeing what is there to be seen, and. When we talk about connecting the heart, I think the only way to not turn it into a whole other story, you know, because it's easy, you know, you get this with kind of a lot of new age guys mm-hmm. that are that are sort of, they're so in their heart, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, looking right. at you, they're sliming all over you. It's like, I have, I know, I know of men who, they just want to hug everybody. Right, yeah. Because they, they think they're so in their heart, but, the, but a lot of people don't want to be hugged. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Dude, that's heart. Being in heart doesn't just mean you go hugging everybody. Right? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> that, that, that can just make you creepy. Yeah, that's just we. That can just be weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, <laughs> so, you know, so cultivating being in heart really just means cultivating a sensitivity hmm. to what's happening in the present moment. I mean, you know, I. I used to be that guy that was like, yeah, hugs are better. Hugs are better than shakes, and let me hug everybody. <laughs> and as I began to really do this work years ago, I realized, oh, my God, I'm probably just, I'm probably upsetting a lot of people that don't fucking want to hug me. <laughs> <part of my laughs> life. And now it's like I'm very sensitive. Now, because I've done that work, it's like I'm feeling into, mm. I can feel my own body. I'm feeling like if somebody, if I'm in the presence of somebody um, who... Is like yeah, I can just sort of feel. It's like I'm beneath my story about what's going on, and mm-hmm. I'm present to what's actually happening. Are they shoving out their hand to shake my hand, which is a sure sign that they don't want to hug right now? Right, 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 um, right. Or, or I might ask, you know, is it okay if I hug you? Mm. And with a genuine receptivity to them saying no. Right. Um, but that's you know, feeling what is there to be felt, and we we cultivate that by by. You know, I do a lot of men's work, and and one of the first things we do when we in when we kind of begin a group is we check in with with our feelings. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling? What most men answer is what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, that would be that sounds about right. Yeah, not what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And women too. I mean, mm-hmm. I do the same work with women. Okay. And a lot of times when I'm working with a woman that that I can tell is very shut down emotionally, or she's in her stories a lot. We'll do the same kind of work, and she'll do the same thing. What am I feeling? Well, you know, I'm really angry at my boss. Hmm. Well, that's not a feeling. Mm. Mm. Anger? Mm. Okay, anger. I'm angry. Okay, stop there. Mm-hmm. Period. Just put mm. a period after angry. Because mm. right? actually, you know, when you begin to explore these things, Hmm. It's like a ra- it's like it's like a rabbit hole. It's never <laughs> about the boss. Uh-huh. It's never yeah. about your partner. It's yeah. never about your bank account. Yeah. Never about who the president is. Or <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. I mean, not that those things don't aren't triggering. They mm-hmm. are triggering, but there are deeper there are deeper things at play here. And mm. until we just cultivate this practice of checking in with our own bodies and feeling what is there to be felt, becoming mm. intimate with ourselves, mm. 
we we can't even have a real conversation with somebody because we're just we're just talking stories. Right. It's just story. It's just one person's in a story and the other person's in a story, and it's not even the reality of the situation. We're, exactly. Mm. You know, and especially this is especially important when we disagree on things because most relationship arguments, mm-hmm. and you can see it in politics, we're not even fighting about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're two totally different arguments. Mm. <laughs> How yeah. are we going to solve anything when we're not even talking yeah, about the same We're not even thing. talking about the same thing. That's true. You you do see that all the time in politics. All the time. <laughs> so, you know, cultivating this practice of, 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 of just what am I feeling? What's mm-hmm. happening to me? And, and this is, it's especially challenging when we don't, when we're not having big feelings. Mm. You know, because we've been shut down around our feelings a lot. Right, right. Um, and and there's a lot of things we do that are very numbing. Yes. You know, from video games yep. to social media yep. to, to to pornography yep. to yep. just working too much to just staying busy. That's an addiction. Staying yes. busy is an addiction. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I've definitely discovered that the the numbing thing, just wanting to be numb about stuff and being busy definitely is an addiction. I agree with that. So I think, you know, I, I offer all this just, just to help create awareness. Mm-hmm. How do you connect the heart? It's a lifetime practice. Mm-hmm. I, as I shared earlier, it's a daily practice for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm often not even aware, for example, that I'm thirsty. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I'll go hours without drinking water because I'm on my mission. I'm in my head. Yep. I may be in a flow state, but I yeah. forget that I have a body. Yeah. Yeah. I completely feel you there. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't describe that as connected to heart. In that yes, way. yes, that is that is absolutely fantastic, man. I'm I've been so happy to have you on here. Um, I hope that in the future, um, you know, we'll be able to do more of a just a streaming flow podcast thing. If you're, you know, in the future, you're interested in being, you know, involved with this again. Um, I'd be honored. Yeah, Thanks man, you, you're 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 a great conversation, and personally, I'm benefiting from this conversation. So, I mean, I I, I thank you for your time, glad, and um, very welcome. Yeah, and um, I would say we we're just about wrapping up the segment, but really quickly, if you had anything that you could just that you would want to say to any men that might be listening, just as an encouragement, anything or any people that might be listening, anything you may want to say to them. Yeah, I suppose what I'd like to leave it as is um, we're not going to solve the problems of our differences at the level of mind. Mm. We're we're filled. We're we're a world full of people with different experiences and ideas and perspectives. We will only ever solve our problems when we learn to connect at the level of heart, which means learning to feel what is there to be felt. And to and to have conversations in that place, mm, that we is, do that, mm. we can get through anything. <laughs> that is perfect, Brian. Man, thank you so much for for coming I'm on. I perfect. wish you the best, and I hope that we, you know we can stay connected and we can just have more of these, so we can talk and, and bless everybody else and bless each other, man. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Brian. All right, I appreciate you as well. All right, so, well. all right. Thank you. You too. Yep. All bye right, bye. guys. Bye bye. All right, so. Guys, that was Pay It Forward today. Brian Reeves of Brian Reeves Insight. Don't forget to check him out. It has been a pleasure being with you guys. Thanks for rocking with me. And just remember, just like the song, you got the juice, you got the mojo, and you got the magic. This has been your favorite favorite show, Pay It Forward. We guys are going to catch you next week, uh, every Tuesday from 5 to 6. We'll see you later. 
Lancer Radio Network, Pasadena Campus Sound, streaming live 24-7 from the beautiful campus of Pasadena City College, lancerradionetwork.org. 